Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS. My friend and old co-host, John Locke, with me, Andrew is recovering from a party, I had the sense to go home early. Um, Andrew didn't have the sense. He continued and after consequences tribe. But I had to get myself prepared for you, tribe. And John, my friend, agreed to be my co-host and backup. So, John, thank you for agreeing to do this with me. Of course. Would you like to introduce yourself to the Thursday Tribe? For those who don't know me, I'm John Locke, um, and I run a small SEO and web agency, Lockdown SEO. And John not only runs his own business, but he helps me with a few of my projects. Um, I always rely on John, and so can you. He is... It's not only that, he really cares about his work. Um, so what we're going to be discussing um, in this episode, um, in Europe, folks, I have hit Porto in Portugal. Um, I'm going to quickly discuss with John what's it like to have a live WordCamp event, the biggest in Europe, and then we're just going to have a of where we think WordPress is in the second quarter of 2022. Before we go into the main part of this discussion, um, we've got my main sponsors. We'll be back in a few moments. Allow us to introduce you to Castos, our major sponsor. If you're looking to get into podcasting, Castos is for you. No penalties on the amount of downloads and the support, should you need it, is the best in the industry. Take a look at Castos for your podcasting solution. That's castos.com, castos.com. The importance of backing up your WordPress website cannot be emphasized enough. We use BlogVault to help us do this on a daily basis. With free staging, migrations and on the pro plans, malware scanning and auto fix, BlogVault is the professional's choice when managing just one website or many. Go to blogvault.com and see for yourself. You seriously won't find a better, more complete solution. That's blogvault.com, blogvault.com. We're coming back, and I'd just like to point out that we've got some great special offers from our major sponsors. Plus, I've got some great recommendations for Pacific WordPress plugins and services, all utilized by myself or by my quality, all rock solid. If you want to have a look at these recommendations, all you have to do is go to WPTonic slash recommendations and all the goodies will be there. So, John, I'm in Porto. It's been almost three years since the last word camp I went to, um, registration was today and I mingled 
And um, it was just nice to, it's uh, uh, got it in a really um, wild garden um, with peacocks surrounding and they, they're making a bit of a noise, John. The peacocks are screaming. What do you reckon about that, John? Uh, sounds great. Uh, where I grew up in, uh, in uh, far north California, I had uh, a, a person up the road from me who had a peacock farm, like a little one. So, yeah, I can relate. Sounds great. I mean... Yeah, but how do you know they're noisy, aren't they? Uh, they can be, yeah, for sure. One had a go at me, John. He, 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 got, a bit, he got a bit iffy with me, started picking my shoe. <laughs> you know, there we go. Yes, you know, you know, I didn't respond. I thought he looked a bit mean and tough, actually. Uh, so, um, so I think what we do is it really struck me. Um, had people all over Europe, um, like I say, Porto. It's my first time to Portugal. My first time to Porto. It seems a great city. The Portuguese seem pretty chilled out. Everybody I've met here has been friendly and helpful, even though some of my questions have been really dumb. <laughs> and um, it's really great, actually, um, to be at a live WordCamp. In some ways, it's a bit cliche, but it definitely has been one of the major drivers in the success of WordPress in general. Would you agree with that, John? Um, the WordCamps, I think it's one of the major uh, drivers. Um, I think the community has always been a driver. Um, the, the developers and agencies who have recommended to their clients that they use WordPress. And uh, even as 6.0 has just launched, it's still the best CMS uh, going right now. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's a big thing to have uh, the community back together again. WordCamps are getting uh, back to normal. I, I think the WordCamp US is, is coming up uh, pretty soon as well. But uh, I, I think it's great for the community to be able to see each other face to face again. Yeah, I think, um, obviously, I'm doing my own virtual event at the end of September aimed at membership. So I still think, um, because, you know, to go to a WordCamp, the US one, you know, it's, it's going to be, a lot of people going to be thinking about it. And I haven't seen my family in the UK. So after the event, I'm going to be flying to London to see my extended family, which I haven't seen for almost four years now. Um, so it was a hell of a journey for me to get to Porto. But um, what also has amazed me, the amount of sponsors and companies I've never heard of, John, uh, um, that are sponsoring the, the event. Um and obviously, I do a podcast, and so you keep your ears peer. It still amazes me. There were, you know, obviously a lot of them are European-based WordPress companies, plugins, other services. But what struck me is just the size of the market. I think we just, in America, even though I originate from Britain, 
we tend not to understand how global WordPress is. What's your thoughts about that, John? I wholeheartedly agree that uh, I, I think especially in the U.S., we kind kind of tend to focus on just the U.S.-centric companies and our coverage and our attention is, is mostly on um, the U.S. Uh, things, but there's all sorts of companies in Europe, in Asia, in Africa, in Australia, and everywhere else that are South America uh, that are all part of WordPress, and they're all uh, very important uh, to the ecosystem. And and we're very proud of this 43, 43 45% of the web or whatever it is. Um, but that's not just the U.S. That That's everywhere. So I think it's good to get that perspective from time to time and realize that we are part of a larger community and not just uh, a U.S.-based community. Yeah, no, I really see it as one of the um, strengths and one of the sunniest um, places in the WordPress land at the moment. It definitely has become over the past five to seven years a lot more um, international. Um, it's the 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 premier plugin. Um, it's definitely become less US focused, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean that that is definitely correct. I there's uh, there are like very thriving communities in a lot of different places uh, that don't always show up on the U.S. radar. I, I think outside of um, a couple channels like uh, Hero Press, which highlight developers and um, develop developers and and uh, users from different parts of the world, we don't really get to hear about them a lot unless it's some sort of uh, product acquisition or uh, some breakout product that's happening. And even then, I think I think we miss a lot of uh, the communities that are thriving around the world. Yeah, because um, what also the actual event, um, it's like I say, the first day it was registration and also um, if you wanted to contribute, it was a day where they split up into various... But um, the catering, the basic organisation, they've, they've, they've got a lot of people attending and the basic um, the catering was top-notch Um that's also to do with it being based in Portugal. What struck me about Portugal, um, just to, obviously, it's an old Cologne country, a bit like England, a bit isolated from the rest of Europe because the mountains that separate it from Spain, um, it, it developed through colonisation, i.e. its major apart from its African colonies, its major colony was Brazil in the New World, um, which, apart from the rest of South America, um, which is speaks Spanish, 
speaks Portuguese and has close connections with the, I think the term is the mother country. Um, I might be incorrect. But um, you can see this in Porto, you know, the buildings, all the money that was sucked out of materials, um, the export of slavery to Brazil. I think Porto was one of the epicenters of all that trade. Uh, But let's let's get back, because I'm wondering, but let's get back to WordPress. So, we're in the second quarter, you know, we're getting over COVID. Where where do you feel in your own heart and, you know, your member of the Friday show, you know, you've been um, part of it from the beginning, really. Where do you, where do you think WordPress is in the second quarter 2022, John? Well, I, I think that uh, WordPress, the project, I, I, I think it's really at kind of a turning point. I have seen a lot of people uh, say that they're excited for full site editing. I've seen many, many people say that they like the block system, the block editor, uh, that they're diving into React. I've seen a few people say that it's kind of frustrating that it's been this long. I've, I've seen a few people saying that, that, you know, working on sites for clients is kind of frustrating with this editor. I, I think some people are getting discouraged that it's, it's taken a while to integrate these different features into this product. But I think um, there's a sense of that's going around the community of who is this product really for? Because, In my observation, WordPress grew because developers advocated for it. It was developer-friendly. It was extensible through uh, custom development or themes or plugins. And in 2022, it seems like the project itself is uh, going a direction where it's about – it's going toward no-code – and it seems like it's trying to compete with Wix, Squarespace, and Shopify uh, specifically, because those seem to be the biggest competitors for market share. Uh, Shopify being a competitor to WooCommerce and Wix and Squarespace uh, being at the low end. Uh, with some of the things, and I'm sure we'll discuss this tomorrow on the Friday show, that. Uh, WordPress.com, like introducing this $5 plan, um, different things uh, that, that are going on. Jetpack is actually becoming modular again. Uh, a lot of the legacy companies being bought up by WP Engine. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Delicious Brains was just all their plugins were basically acquired by WP Engine. No, I, I, yeah, that just happened. I'm going to have to change one of the Friday. Yeah. Thanks for, oh, obviously, that's news to me because I've been yeah. um, in Europe. Uh, um, but ba- ba- really basically, it's a, it's a sense of like, where is this going? But the overall sense that I get is still, is this is the best CMS unless there's, you know, something else that comes along. Uh, the people that I've seen that are, are saying that they're going to move to something else, 
some of the more developer centric people are moving towards staymatic. Uh, be, the people who are, are familiar with Laravel. Um, but it's still definitely better than than a lot of the, the solutions out there. Uh, but I think it really is at a turning point of, um, I, I think Automatic and, and the contributors uh, that are out there, they're doing a great job. Um, I think it's just a sense of, of where it's going from here. I've really been thinking about this, John, and I just think there's there's got a river, but there's conflicting tidals, tides in in the river or in the estuary, um, and this this is caused confusion. Um, obviously, you've got the professional developer, the kind of quasar um, graphic designer. Um, you got different elements that are quite sizable that make up the total WordPress community. You, you've got the agencies and then you've got the Y um, individual and you've got the um, small business owner or the individual that wants to build something themselves. And um, these different audiences and their different requirements have at various times at stages chosen to utilize WordPress partially because the competition was comparatively poorer than WordPress and secondly that WordPress the plugin ecosystem and its extendability and price and just the ecosystem um the massive um system of themes and plugins and individuals that could help um was extremely attractive to people and i still think the fundamentals are still there john um i think the decision that automatic made um that was made almost four years or five years ago that that the real focus was going to be around JavaScript and React um, was extremely controversial. I obviously Lavelle and the improvement to PHP has occurred also. So some of the um, PHP through modern frameworks like Lavelle have been solved. But the reality also was JavaScript and the whole ecosystem populated by UX and modern web development was increasingly turning to JavaScript frameworks, um, installing data, um, being more responsive, being able to build more modern applications, which in some ways is out of the scope of WordPress. With the bulk of WordPress websites, they won't be needing the requirements of a web-based application that the would probably be looking to build through React or Angular or 
or one of the other popular um, JavaScript libraries. Um, but I think the reason why they chose to go down that route was that increasingly WordPress was being si siloed. A lot of web developers were looking at WordPress, looking at its PHP base, looking at the technology behind it and was saying this is out of date, this is somewhere we don't really can be about the skills that we need to learn where we might be doing some WordPress as a hobby or a form of income, but we got our main job during the day where we're working in JavaScript. We can't really utilize the same skills. I think the leadership in WordPress increasingly seen WordPress was going to be siloed, and that was one of the reasons why. And there was various other technical issues. So I'm more understanding of why that choice, but it has made, if you want to become a plugin or do hardcore WordPress work, it, the skill level and the knowledge um, one of the strengths of WordPress is that you there was definitely a road that you could many went down where they started off with CSS and HTML and then they gradually learned WordPress functions and they learned some PHP and they learned of jQuery and you could do a lot, but that was also if you wanted to move further. Um, these skills were very easy to increase where you could build plugins. There seems to be more of a divorce, uh, more where you're really going to have to move your skills. These skills I've just outlined are still very relevant um, with client work or a certain level work. But if you want to move up, you literally got to learn a, a, a really um, stiffer mountain to climb Am I waffling or is there some truth in what I'm saying, John? Yeah, okay. So you're, you, what you're bringing up is, is something uh, that, that I think is important to touch on. When WordPress was a PH, primarily a PHP-based CMS like Drupal or Joomla or Expression Engine, um, the one thing that allowed it to grow and allowed people to develop on it and uh, recommend it to clients is there is a lot of documentation around the functions, around uh, the hooks and filters and different things that you would use to develop with it. And in the five years or so, since the Gutenberg project and the block editor has been being built out, there is not as much documentation no. about how to do things. This is a severely lacking need. And this is part of the frustration right now. Um, I don't know if it's a lack of resources 
or um, a lack of volunteers. I, I, I don't think there's as many like people volunteering like time for free as there were in the past. Um, but that is a, a need that needs to be addressed. If they want to continue the growth and continue the adoption of uh, the block editing system is having complete documentation to where when people go to solve a problem or figure out how to do things with full site editing or the block editor or whatever aspect of um, WordPress 6 is they have to have this documentation uh, short of that. That's a big part of it. Um, when you talk about like talent, like the drawing talent, and, and that's another great thing that you bring up is part of the decision maybe was if we move this toward JavaScript frameworks like React, then we'll be able to attract talent uh, because that's kind of the hot thing versus PHP. Though it's like reliable, a lot of things are still built on PHP. Like, well, the funny, yeah. um, I think we need to go for our break and we okay, continue as this, we come back. We will be back in a few moments, folks. Hey, it's Ben's from LaunchFlows.com. If you've been looking for a fast and easy way to create powerful sales funnels on WordPress, then look no further than LaunchFlows. In just minutes, you can easily create instant registration, upsells, downsells, order bumps, one-click checkouts, one-time offers, custom thank you pages, and best of all, no coding is required. For as little as $50 per year, you can own and control your entire sales funnel machine with Launch Flows. Get your copy today. Hey, Tribe, are you trying to scale your agency but struggling to find time to work on your business because you're always stuck working in your business? Head over to focuswp.co where you can subscribe to an instant team of white label geeks and creatives to delegate to. Use code WPTONIC for a special discount just for the tribe. With FocusWP, you don't have to worry about hiring, firing, or any other HR nightmares. Just submit a ticket and your new team will dive in. Focus on what you love, outsource the rest. We're coming back, folks. I'm enjoying the discussion with my friend John. We're doing a bit of dive about, you know, where is WordPress in the second quarter 2022? Hopefully we're not boring you. I've enjoyed the discussion. Hopefully you have. Um, before we go into the second part, I just want to remind folks that I do a great newsletter. It's based on the discussion, the Friday show, which is a roundtable show. Um, we've got a special show coming up tomorrow. I'll be telling you more about that at the end of this particular show, even though you'll be listening to it next week. Uh, um, so I probably won't do that because it's probably, but uh, um, you do, in general, you want to join us live on the Friday show anyway. Um, also do a newsletter, um, every which you can get every Monday. You can sign up for that. I do a personalised editorial and I also comment on one of the major stories that we discuss on the Friday show. You can get that by going to WP Tonic Newsletters. WP Tonic slash newsletters. Sorry, I had to break that up. But I thought it was time to go for the break. Um, 
I think it was also because um, I think for obvious reasons and understandable reasons, the WordPress project um, founded, you know, it's its 19th birthday. Um, I think that was Matt Malik and um, is it Martin Little? Uh, um, Mike Little. Uh, Mike Little, always get that wrong. I think they did a little piece, wasn't they? Um, and... It's always been developer-driven, you know, and I think um, another reason why was linked to what I said and what you were saying is that it's been very important that to those that are the most influential in Automatic and WordPress that it's seen part of the bigger web development community um and it, they i think the you know it's always been a bit of a silo because fundamentally like all these crms like drupal jum extension engine they have always been driven by um, hooks and filters and php um functions so the way of developing it's always been a bit different because you had to learn the kind of WordPress way. You, a good PHP developer, you didn't have to do that, but it, it was really obvious if somebody, you were taking over a project because it tended not to be utilising the full power of the platform. Um, so, but then I think one of the key things is will... Will there be tools? And you mentioned at the beginning that, um, and I have to check up the story, that Delicious Brains has, you know, been bought out by WP Engine. I'm not totally surprised, actually. I, I didn't hear anything on the grapevine about it, but I think uh, I think Delicious Brains have been, you know, earlier on in the year they made that email with the, with the, one of the founders that caused a lot of controversialism, didn't it? And I, I think they were struggling with the of, um, of custom fields, weren't they, from Elliot? And I'm not totally surprised that they sold in a way. Um, but I think that's a very key technology, and that that's one of the things that needs which is linked to what your statement about a lack of documentation and using React. It's just, if you look at, I'm not in any way an active developer, but I keep my I like to watch what's going on. And if you watched any um, online um, videos about modern web development, about utilising React and all the building tools, it very much a object orientated developer where you could do PHP as object orientated as well. It tended to be at a high level of developer and you didn't have to utilize object orientated PHP. You could it could be more function and more linear based, more classic mythology which is easier to learn if you're doing it rather than trying to learn object framework. Um, 
I think one of the key things, John, is are there going to be the tools available and custom fields is one of them, pods is another. Are there going to be a number of tools that to, to utilise blocks and divert products where you don't have to become a full, t- a full knowledgeable reactive if you're having to do that, you can get much better paid jobs by being a reactive developer. There's a shortage, you know. Am I waffling or is there, is there something to what out, John? Yeah, so that, that's a great question. So with ACF fields, you can create Gutenberg blocks uh, for the block editor. Uh, that's definitely a thing. Uh, there's a story that uh, Brian Cords from uh, Master WP put out this morning, uh, talking about people, you know, leaving WordPress, comparing it to uh, people leaving California for uh, states like Texas or Idaho, and saying, yeah, there's there's going to be a few people uh, leaving, but the community is still pretty strong. And the uh, project is still pretty strong. Um, blocks is basically you're using JSON in, instead of um, PHP to can create basically objects. Um, but I think I would, you know, I'm going to spin this a different way. And I, th- I think the challenge uh, with WordPress as it enters as it approaches its second decade, is we see a lot of these early pioneers uh, exit. And by the way, Delicious Brains um, is not acquired. It's just their plugins, as far as I can tell. Right. Um, But a lot of these early creators that were driving uh, the tools, a lot of them are selling or exiting to hosting companies or larger companies. Um. And I think the the challenge with this phase of WordPress is going to be attracting new talent and attracting the new the next wave of entrepreneurs and developers and talent. And I think that uh, there's a natural process that's going on right now uh, where this is becoming more of a global market and it's becoming more uh, open to everyone. Where I think is before, like a lot of it was US and Europe uh, based and, and Asia. Uh, but I think it's now it, it, it is everywhere and there are thriving communities everywhere um, that are innovating with this. And I think the old plugin system uh, a lot of people are, are pivoting to things that are based on the block editor. Um, so I, I think we're going to see more of that in this next phase of WordPress, like as far as like product development, as far as uh, the, the code based development. I, yeah. I, I still, yeah. Well, I want to wrap up the podcast. Are yep. you okay that we have some bonus yeah. content? Because I yeah, want to discuss. I want to discuss two things in the bonus content that is full site editing and also the onboarding experience because I think these are two crucial areas that um, need some decision. 
Um, and maybe some a different direction, but we are just commentators. We got no power. But please join us for this uh, bonus content. You'll be able to watch the whole interview. The whole interview. Uh, I was in. It's the Thursday interview show tribe. But out uh, my discussion with John. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed this. Please leave some comments um, on either in iTunes or at the WP Tonic YouTube channel if you're watching this. Like I say, you'll be able to watch the whole interview on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. Please leave some comments, give us some feedback. That would be great about what we've discussed during this episode. So, John, what is the best way for people to find out more about you, your services, and what you're buying? Best place to find me is at lockdownseo.com and also on YouTube, um, Lockdown SEO. And thanks for jumping in today. And like I say, Andrew's suffering from his activities last night. Uh, um, I had more sense. I, I was tucked up in bed, folks, with my cocoa and my slippers. Uh, um, <laughs> we'll see you next week. We've got a group. Andrew should be back. We've got to be a great interview. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group? And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.